0: Hey mama, welcome to the raw mom life podcast where we talk about the rawness of motherhood and marriage from mental health to habits and everything in between all with vulnerable talk to allow you the space to know you're not the only one. My name is Amber Wilford, mama to three girls just doing my best every day even if my best looks different every day. Get ready to laugh and sometimes cry but always with a good cup of coffee. Let's go. Welcome back to another episode of the Raw Mom Life podcast. I'm super pumped to have my friend Alyssa Horner with us today on the podcast. Alyssa is a fellow ginger, so we've been uh, ginger soul sisters, we call each other for a few years. <laughs> uh, we were both in the same direct sales company for multiple years, and in the last few years of the company being in business, Alyssa and I were running buddies in a lot of different competitions and things that Premier did for us. and. Uh, we were just ideas off of each other and we would complain about motherhood together. <laughs> so it was, uh, just a huge blessing to be able to, uh, grow closer to Alyssa toward those last few years and to be able to support her in her journey in both motherhood and as an entrepreneur, as we both branch out from direct sales. So Alyssa, thanks for being here. Yeah, I'm excited. So why don't you tell us a little bit more about who you are, uh, tell us about your kids, your family life, whatever you want to share.
1: All right. Yeah. My name is Alyssa Horner. I live in Paris, Illinois. Um, sounds like a big town. It is definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> but I lived here. We've lived here 11 years. Uh, my husband and I, Trent, moved here right after we got married because he is a youth pastor at one of the churches here in town. Um, so we've been doing that for 11 years, which is always an adventure if you're familiar with the youth industry, which I know you are. Yes, uh, we have two kids. Sam is eight years old and he's getting ready to go into third grade and Finley is six. She just turned six and she's getting ready to go into first grade. So crazy how fast the kids grow up. But uh, since premiere, so yeah, I did premiere for nine years. And so that's obviously how you and I met. But I... When they closed down, I was kind of like, what in the world, like, what am I going to do? And so since then, I've kind of been doing a multiple a, a arrangement of things, but I had been the office manager at the church for a couple of years. So I've continued to do that. Um, and then I picked up substitute teaching at the kids' school, which they really enjoy. And I enjoy a lot more than I thought I would. Um, so I've been doing that for now. And then I did start an online boutique called 2812 Marketplace. And so it just has some jewelry and some graphic tees, candles, that kind of thing, just because I loved the retail side of things. And I didn't want to completely abandon, abandon my customers. Um, so I've been doing that for a little over a year. And then recently I picked up um, life insurance to do on the side, mostly to kind of bridge the gap between the school things. But I figured it was never a bad thing to have um, something in my pocket like that. So. For sure. Uh,
0: I love watching you because you pretty much work full time, but around the flexibility of also being a mom. And sometimes we just, we have to do that partly. I mean, financially never sucks. Right. But also just to like have something for ourselves. And I love that you kind of shifted from, you know, for those who are listening, the company that we worked with was Premier and they it was jewelry and it transitioned in the last six months to devoted, which is now still a thing. And you, I believe you're an affiliate with devoted. Yes, I am. Yes. So Alyssa's 2812 marketplace is very similar to that. Like all of the products that she has in there are products that are give back or their support small companies, small brands. And I love that about, about her marketplace. And she just dove right in. Like it didn't take you long to kind of ship, did
1: it? No, no, I, I was a little nervous because I'm like, oh, I have to get in the wholesale market and then I'm gonna have to purchase things and have inventory and it really wasn't that bad because you just do a little bit at a time. Um, and so, yeah, I love the idea of Devoted. And so when they closed down, I'm like, oh my gosh, that was such a good idea. I'm so bummed that it ended. But then I realized I could kind of have like my own thing on the side. So the brands I carry in there are only brands that give back. And if I loved the brand enough and it didn't give back, then I chose to give per- a portion of my profits back too a brand. So I
0: love that. I love that. Um, And so it's just, you know, proof that we, we make it work as we need to, to work around motherhood, right? Because we are women first and we are (laughs) wives and moms next. Right. And to be able to just have that flexibility around your kids' schedule, I bet is a huge blessing.
1: Oh yeah. Flexibility is like everything I could go I'd be able just as you would be able to go back oh, to find a nine to five job. And that's just not something I'm willing to give up. My flexibility has been a huge part since we've had kids. And so I, I remember this vividly when I, I had started premier and I'd done it a couple of years before we had kids. And then I was kind of nervous about stopping my full-time job and doing premier full-time before we had kids. And I had one lady in specific, I remember she said, Alyssa, if you can live on less while you have kids, make it work. And I like, that is one of the memories I will hold with me forever because we don't have a ton, but we have enough, like we're not struggling. And so like my flexibility is something I'm not willing to give up. My husband's a youth youth pastor. He has a super flexible schedule. I get to see him more when I'm home during the days. And so I feel like that allows us to have a stronger marriage. And so um, especially recently, I thought like, Maybe I should just go back to school and like be a teacher and like you know work a normal job, but it's not something I'm I'm too stubborn and I'm holding on my flexibility because it means so much to me.
0: For sure, and everybody's different, right? Like I know some women who are like I could never be home with my kids that much, you know. And you know, we both get that too. Like we love the flexibility, but also our kids drive us crazy (laughs) because that's the reality of motherhood, and that is. One thing that I want to talk about over here on on my podcast, but on my Instagram too, is like, momming is hard, right? And so many people need to hear that. Like, yes, motherhood is a huge blessing. Yes, we're all struggling. We're not alone in any of it, really. So if you would share maybe a couple of things, like what is something you really love about motherhood and what is something that you really struggle with within motherhood?
1: Um, I would have to say... Just seeing your kids grow up and become like people is just so cool. Like, and of course, it's aggravating, but <laughs> it, I mean, it's so cool because, like, even though your kids do things that drive me nuts, you can see them like thinking and developing their own personality and decision making, and I don't know. It's just such it's such a cool process to see that, and. I've heard this before, but, you know, like your kids are how you are making your mark on the world. And so, which is no pressure, you know, just to <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> raise the next generation, but but it is cool to see that, you know, I mean, and it's, it's a big responsibility for us, but it's also, I feel like it's meant to be, the Lord meant it to be a blessing for us for that journey to get to see our kids grow up and become functioning adults and contributing to society. Okay. Yeah. I
0: love what you said about that because I I totally agree. Uh, Like you said, it's scary. (laughs) It's scary to think about like (laughs) the pressures on us to raise these humans to be good humans, but also like there's those moments where you do see that the seeds you're planting, like there's fruit there and that you just hope it sticks. Right. So I love that. You're, you're totally right. It is very
1: cool to see. And but another I, example I had of like knowing that your kids are like doing something good. I had some, uh, a lady walk up to me who also works at the school and our sons are friends. And she said, I just wanted to kind of let you know that Elliot wasn't feeling very good at recess here today. And I was just kind of sat on the bench and, and Sam come up to him, just sat with him just to be with him. And I'm like, that's so nice of him, you know, like, yeah. and I don't know that cause yeah. I'm not at recess with them and, just that he's thoughtful enough to sit down during his recess and hang out with his friend who's not feeling that great. I thought it was like, well, maybe I'm doing something right, you know,
0: (laughs) for sure. And we don't always get to see those. And so number one, like, let's take that lesson and, and tell other moms when you see their kids do something awesome. Right. Um, And number two, like, you just know that you might not always see that fruit, but you just keep planting those seeds, right? And someday God is gonna just shed that fruit onto the world through your kids. and it's a really cool cool thing to think about for sure. So what is something you struggle with within motherhood?
1: I feel like one of the things I struggle with most is you have like the mom guilt that you always talk about. The one of the reasons is because I feel like I'm not doing enough with my kids, you know, and I feel like all moms have that you know, it's not just me, especially during the summertime when I'm like, what am I going to do all day? (laughs) You know what I mean? And, and I, I struggle because I don't want to take their summer away from them. You know, it's summertime. I want them to have fun, but at the same time, like you cannot literally sit in front of a screen all day, but at the same time, I don't want to be sitting down playing Barbies all day either. And so it's like, where is that balance where, okay, let's go do this. Like for example, today, even though it was almost 90 degrees outside, we went out into the track and we ran around the track and the kids walked around the track just to get some physical physical exercise, even though it's hot. Like we're not gonna die. We'll be okay. Yes. <laughs> but they need it. Or, we all need it. Yes, exactly. So I, I struggle with not doing enough things with them. I feel like, you know, I could always do more, but every mom struggles with that. But that's something that I'm always like, I should, you know, get off my computer, stop working. But the and shoulda, then, woulda,
0: couldas, right? I know.
1: And then I tell that myself- That word should, is
0: it's just the worst, isn't it?
1: Right, yeah. And then I tell myself, well, this is the reason I had to set aside some time to work because this is part of my flexible schedule. This is what I chose to do. Um, my kids are just blessed to know that I've been home since they've been born. You know what I mean? They've never known me to go to work nine to five. And so it's just one of those balanced things that it's hard to find middle ground.
0: For sure. And I think with mom guilt, it's just a constant battle. Like it's never, a you feel good about what you're doing. Like, it's just a a constant, like, okay, I I feel bad because I've really done anything today. Or I feel bad because I yelled at them. I feel bad because and we focus on that one thing instead of the 90 other things that we did that day, made sure they were fed and taught them how to brush their teeth and, and, (laughs) you know, like teach them those hygiene things. And even though it feels monotonous, like that is an an important lesson for them to learn. And we don't give ourselves credit for that. We focus on, I didn't do enough with them today. Mm -hmm. Right. And it's just a, a constant battle. I was talking to a mom the other day about just like learning to stop that thought so that the more, you know, like not necessarily push away the feelings, but the more you take yourself down that rabbit hole of, I feel bad. I did this. All of a sudden you're telling yourself I'm a bad mom. And the reality is you're not a bad mom, but we can go down that rabbit hole so dang
1: fast, don't you think? Yeah. Yeah. It, may, it reminds me of that verse, take every thought captive. Yes. Because, you know, if you recognize the thought, okay, what am I going to do with this thought? Am I going to dwell on it? Or am going to recognize it, validate it, you know, make a choice to be a better, you know, do better. You're always saying do 1% better, you know? So, okay. Yeah. You know, I do need to shut my computer. I need to go do something. I need to go outside, like make that effort, but then don't, you know, don't dwell on it. Don't let that thought take root in your mind and your heart and make you think that you're a bad mom. For sure. And there's some days
0: where things are very family heavy. Like you've got a full beach day ahead. Great. And then there's some days where you're like, okay, I had a full beach day yesterday. Got to catch up on some work today. And it's not right. about the balance of each individual day. It's like the balance over the long haul, right? The week or the month. What did that look like? And then you can kind of Wiggle as you need to, right? Okay, we've had a lot more work time. Now I need to do some more family time or vice versa. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I think too, something I've been realizing lately, like with Carmen, my seven year old, she is like constantly like, what can I do? Who can I play with? Like, it's like I need to. Well, I think part of it is she gets decision fatigue. But the other part of it is like, you have to learn how to entertain yourself, Mm -hmm. you have to learn what to do when you're bored. We can't, and that starts when they're young, even like a two-year-old who is, yeah, a little bit more needy, (laughs) but they have to learn how to entertain themselves sometimes, you know?
1: Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's important, especially during the summer, like, all right, we've been doing it. I've been trying to do it after lunch. Like we're turning the screens off. Like you need to go read for 20 minutes to Sam because he can read Finley. We just read a book together and then like play with your toys because we have a house full of toys. Legos like we have the craft stuff just go do something you know so many flipping toys I know. And every time we go to the store I,
0: are you experiencing this this summer every time we go to the store mom can I spend my money mom can I get this and I'm like are you kidding me like have you seen our playroom it is like a tornado went off. and you want to bring more toys in no go play with yeah. the
1: box Yeah, <laughs> that is why I am so thankful for grocery pickup because I do my best oh, yeah. to too. So on Thursday or Friday of the week, yeah, sometimes Saturday, I'll start planning out my nails for the next week. Put this stuff in my app on my grocery cart, pick it up Sunday after church. That way I can avoid taking the kids to Walmart. Okay.
0: Mamas, if you are listening to this, take that and run with it. <laughs> Cause I think I will too. I mean, I love getting out and like doing the groceries, but bringing any of the children
1: is not fun. Yeah. Well, it's a longer trip. You buy mm-hmm. more stuff that than you need because like, yeah. Hey, this looks good. And you're like, okay, just put it in the cart. Let's get right. out of here. You know? Right. But when I put the stuff in my, I'm only getting what I need. I know what meals I'm planning. And then that avoids the, the nightly discussion. What are we going to eat tonight? You know, I'm like, okay, I'm we eating tonight. We're going to do well, this. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And on that note, like let's talk about meal
0: planning a little bit. Cause I know that that can be a struggle too for parents to even create some sort of system or your last minute, like getting fast food or whatever, ordering food, how do you meal plan? Like, how do you have a, what system do you have for getting what you need so that you aren't buying excess and staying within budget? Because right now groceries are insanely expensive and meals can feel stressful when you don't have anything planned. So got any good, good tips for us there.
1: Well, I feel like for us, we just, and you do everybody gets in that monotonous groove, like we have the same thing for supper every night or every other week. And and we're the same way. But like maybe if you're having a meat, change up the side dish or you know, something like that. But for us, I'm like, I'm like, okay, what well, sounds good. And so sometimes I'll ask the kids, like, what's one of the meals that you want to have this week? And so they'll tell me. And so I'm like, okay, we'll, we'll get that stuff. I check the refrigerator. What do we have? What are we low on? Um, because I don't need three bottles of ketchup, you know, (laughs) because I'm like, Oh, you know, some people don't see it stashed behind in the refrigerator. Yep. But, but yeah, I'm just at the weekend. I always pick up Sunday after church. It's just an easy thing and it's become habit now. And then we have everything we need for the following week. And it avoids, like you said, like deciding what to eat, having to take multiple trips to the grocery. And of course there are times where I still need to run to the grocery or pick up is out of something. And then you have to go later in the week. Um, And sometimes pizza night is always Friday night. So technically I only plan like four meals a week when I think of it that way. And then Sunday or like Saturday and Sunday, you know, sometimes we are, we have plans or we're in town going to run errands or whatever. So we will get something fast or we'll do leftovers or it's like, okay, what can we find in the freezer? Like chicken nuggets or something like that. Mm -hmm.
0: Yep. Giving yourself that like, grace to just sometimes yes the cereal the leftovers the peanut butter and honey is like mm-hmm. chicken nuggets
1: yeah so really i'm only four, planning four meals a week and so that sounds a lot better than seven meals a week
0: yeah for so. sure yeah yeah that's awesome okay here's a good one before you were a mom what is something you thought you would
1: never do that you totally do as a mom um one thing that i said we would never have is like a gaming system I'm like, we are not going to be those people like sitting in the dark room with the, you know, like never getting out of your chair. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to blame my husband on that one <laughs> because he likes to play. They play together. So I'm like, at least we're doing it together. Yeah. But, and it does, it hasn't been awful, but I'm like, that was one thing I said I was never going to have. Yep. You yeah. just
0: don't know until you're in it. Right. You don't know what you don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I think there's a fine balance with a lot of those kinds of things is like, if you say no, it's like people who limit sugar and like, don't really ever give their kids sugar. How are they going to learn balance? Right. And how are they going to learn? They can, when they get older, they're going to go over to friends' houses and they're going to just eat all the Oreos instead of two Oreos. Right. Yeah. And you know what they might anyway, because they're kids, but then when they become adults, they, those are good skills for us to have, right? Like I'm going to have one cookie instead of three, even though sometimes when I bake, I have three, but not every time (laughs) (laughs) or they indulge, you know, and they go off to college and they play six hours of video games one night. And all of a sudden it's two in the morning and they don't go to class the next day because they didn't
1: learn that balance, you know, yeah, that discipline. Yeah. Yeah. There's definitely a lot to say. For like what we start at home, like the foundations that are started at home. You know what I mean? Like, like I said, balance is such a big deal and I want them to learn some of those things at home versus the hard way down the road, even though there's a lot to be learned, like a lot to be said for learning the lesson on your own. Like when you're going to college and you stay up late and fail the exam the next day, like that's a hard lesson that sometimes you just have to learn on your own. Uh, well, on that note, uh,
0: let's end on a positive note. Tell me something that you do really well as a mom.
1: I don't know. I just do my best to love my kids, you know, like, and that's another thing where your guilt can, can trip in because you're like, how am I showing them love? I mean, you've talked a lot about the love languages too, which I should do that for my kids. I had not done that to see how my kids receive love. Um, because I bet you could
0: guess it. My kids and I actually just had this conversation the other week in the van, like what each of their, what I think each of their love languages are, we haven't actually done the test, but they all agreed with me. Like they guessed theirs. And I said, I, that's what I think yours is too.
1: Huh? Yeah. That would be really interesting to do, you know? Mm -hmm. And I feel like I show my love by like, like for for example, this summer, I'm trying to find like stuff for them to do. You know what I mean? I want them to have a good summer, a fun summer finding activities to do, um, doing projects at home, stuff like that. And so that's one thing I'm really, I try to be good at. So you are good at that. You don't
0: try to be, you are good at loving your kids.
1: You really are
0: providing a safe space for them and just a good environment, you know? Yeah. Ultimately when they grow up though, they're going to know that you, you guys loved them, loved them well. Yes. Well, thanks for being here, Alyssa. Uh, if you want to go find Alyssa, she is on Instagram at adhorner. Is that right? Yep. And then she's got a Facebook group as well for her marketplace. If you want to go over and check that out, depending where you're at. And then her website too, 2812marketplace.com, right? Yep. I don't awesome. know how I remembered all of that, but I did. <laughs> <You're so good. laughs> uh, so go check her out. And if you have, you know, if you loved what we talked about today, if you have any questions or you just, you want to tell Alyssa, she's awesome. Uh, you just go find her and send her a little DM. She's, she's great. So
1: thanks thanks for having me. Yeah. It's been fun.
0: Thanks for listening to another episode of the raw mom life podcast. If you love anything you heard today, share it with some family or a friend who might resonate with it as well. I love to hang out on Instagram, so come find me over there for some more laughs and maybe a few tears as well, but always a good cup of coffee. Mama, I appreciate you and never forget, you are never alone.